There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I just need to get in. I need to get relax a bit. <laughs> Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Andrea. And this is Jason. And welcome to The Cheat Code. The aftermath. First, let me say there are going to be spoilers. That's right. So if you have not yet, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go back and listen to all 10 episodes of season one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You can find <laughs> them wherever you find your podcasts. Parents speaking in parables, paradise, what they want from me. Shawty's never saw marital, vowing that it'll come for me. And now on to the show. We'll be answering some of your questions, talking about the making of this and how we felt through it. And we want to also thank you for tuning in, um, for all of you who have been listening during this very, very tough time in our lives. Um, we're, we're excited and, and grateful to be able to provide you with a bit of reprieve through all of this. So thank you. So just to introduce myself, uh, for those of you who haven't been listening, I'm Andrea. I'm a proud mother of a 16-year-old daughter and two bonus daughters who are 10. I'm the partner of Jason. I'm a certified divorce coach, and I make my day job money in pharmaceutical advertising. I am Jason. I'm a proud father of three beautiful young ladies, uh, twin 10-year-olds and a bonus 16-year-old who is my homie. Uh, I am a lawyer by trade. Um, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Don't hold that against me. Um, I am apparently a, a podcaster. Apparently I podcast and um, <laughs> try to do as much community work as I can with, with my brothers and sisters, which is a really, really, really important thing to me. So on to the questions. And so let's do it. Three, two, one, go. Okay. So the question that we've probably gotten the most. <laughs> uh, so Jason, has <laughs> your ex listened? And if so, how'd you find out that she listened? And what was her response? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know... From my ex that she's listening, I understand from um, some of our mutual people that she is listening. Um, I haven't gotten a response from her. It's not something that we've spoken about. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what her reaction is because it's not something I'm going to ask her. I'm open to that conversation. Um, I think, you know, for me, it's like if there's anything that could inform how we could better co-parent that she may not have known because there's mad shit that she didn't know. <laughs> you said mad shit. <laughs> there's you did. mad shit that she didn't know or doesn't know and knows now if she's listening. 
um, if any of that information can make us better co-parents, that's the conversation I really want to have. I'm not really interested in talking about shit that we should have been talking about 12 years ago. Like I, I, you know, we, we had an opportunity to do that. It, it failed for reasons outlined in episodes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10. (laughs) (laughs) For me, there's no news there, you know, um, respectfully to the extent she may ask for clarity on certain things. I don't know. I have to talk about it. I have to talk about it with Andrea first before, (laughs) before. (laughs) but you know, that's it. Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about is how we can, you know, anything that will help us be better parents. So for me, um, I don't know if my ex has been listening. I, Told him beforehand, like a week beforehand, because I'm a bit of a coward. Um, No, but really, I went back and forth on whether or not I should tell him. I thought it was the right and respectful thing to do. But also, you know, this is my story. So I didn't feel like I had to ask permission. But I don't know if he's listening. Our mutual friends haven't said anything. Um, And things have been fairly normal. But to Jason's point, there is nothing I'm interested in rehashing. Um, If there are questions that are appropriate, I would absolutely have the conversation. Um, Relationship stuff or the kids or something like that. But I'm not interested in rehashing where and when we went wrong. And I don't think he is at all. So again, don't know if he's listening. If he is, I hope we cool. <laughs> but I don't really know. I don't know. Okay. So next question. Question two. So, Andrea. <laughs> yes. What has this whole experience been like for us as a couple, in your opinion, um, for our beautiful, sordid story? <laughs> to be available for public consumption. What what has that been like for you? And and the question is asking for you to, I guess, to opine on us as a unit, which is a, a twist. So it's been interesting. There's two, um, there's a before and after. So recording it with you was great. It was cathartic. It was therapeutic. We were in a room with just family. The producers are our family, you know. So it was great. We lit candles and had crystals and said our prayers and drank some wine. And I think the retelling and reliving of the story was good for us to even reflect further on how we got here. The releasing (laughs) of the story (laughs) and getting a, because we're podcasters now, but, and I know you've done some music work in the past, but this post-production process, this editing, this figuring out what I said months ago and damn, do I want that released right now? Cringe. (laughs) A little cringeworthy. Um, And so... You know, that's been interesting for us as a couple because we have different thresholds of what we're okay with having out in the world. We just, you know, we're different people. So we just operate differently through this. 
And we both want it to do well for the reason of starting conversations. But we also are working together now, which is, you know, has been interesting, has been, has had some friction, but mostly not. Mm. Um, but it strengthened us, I think, because it makes us, it's you and I against the world, as it always has been, but even more so now. We have a different threshold for what we find acceptable, for what we care about, for what raises the hair on the back of our necks. So holding space for myself, holding space for you and figuring out those things has been interesting. I think it strengthened us. Mm. Um, But we had to figure it out. Working with each other has been interesting. We have different work styles. So what you trying to say? Bro, you you are a lot. I love you. You are a lot. <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? We, you are the, I hold big let, space for you. Let's put a pin in that because I want to I want We can park it like that. We yeah, can get back to that. You don't that. scare me. We're going to have this conversation. It came at the time that we were able to handle it. 2 years earlier, the story might not have ended so well. <laughs> Just so I, 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 um, I echo that. Like, I feel, I feel closer to you, girl. You know, oh, like, I mean, ew. you know, I feel, you know, I feel, <laughs> you know, queen and slimish, you know, like, oh, I, I feel they like. They didn't end well, bro. They didn't end well. Let's... So let me, fe- let, 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 <laughs> all right, no, but ish. I get the essence There's of a them. qualifier. The essence ish. of them. Right. right. There you go. <laughs> no, but there is something that I didn't see coming, uh, which was the us against the world kind of approach we had to take, I think, in order to deal with many strong-minded people who disagreed with us. And we had to be ready for that, you know? And we bought that. We chose to be very transparent about a a taboo topic um, from a personal perspective. And so we then don't get to tell people how they feel about that. That's not fair. Which and for the control freak in me is super hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. But we also get to defend that truth and we've done so in concert. So let me ask you a question because this is the question I get all the time on your behalf. What? Jason, you sound really mad at your ex. Wow. What is your beef? What is the problem? Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. you can wow, but wow. the sisters be like, so what did that podcaster that um, that did the review that we loved, um, she was like, good sis. She was like, are we just, oh, the, are we just um, shitting all over good sis? The inner whole uprising Yes. Folks. Oh, we love, yes. loved, fantastic. first of all, shout out. Shout but, out. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic podcast. Fantastic review. Fantastic podcast. But- even they were just like, what is the deal with Jason and his ex? And he sound mad. Like, big so, mad. <laughs> I am, like, I'm happy to hear that. And for this reason, because no, to answer your question, no, no, I'm not <laughs> mad. Like, I was real mad. But what I'm happy about is I was, a- I was apparently <laughs> able to <laughs> capture <laughs> said feelings when you know when we were when we were recording, um, look, she and I have uh, come to an understanding. I think that works for us individually, but more importantly, works for our children. And that's you know that's all it is for me. Um, but what I think people are are commenting on is a very I'm a I'm a 
passionate brother. You know, like I. You are passionate about the things I say you what are I, passionate I, about. I, if, I, if I feel it, I want you to understand how I feel about this shit. You know what I mean? So I want, I want people, if they care to listen, to understand how I felt at the time and how I feel about certain things generally. I don't want anybody to ever say, I don't know how Jay feels about that. No, no, no. I know exactly how Jay feels about that. I think it's because that. you're Latino. I think it's part of your Latino-ness. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. But you know what? I think some of the things people don't get also, we left a lot about our marriages out, which we should have. Out of the podcast out of by the podcast, design. By design. So when we're feeling the emotions around things, we can't tell you why, but it's right at the top of our brain. No, we're that's talking a about it. really fair point. It's like we were only interested in telling the story of how we got together and the story of our individual evolutions and then our common evolution but that's the only part of other people that we wanted to pull into it. Yes. So some of it is inseparable, right? Yeah, some shit is just not your business. Like and, and other stuff is not your business. There's a yeah. there's a gang of stuff that we left out purposely and that we will always leave out because yes. it's not it's not relevant to what we we're trying to accomplish. Right. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so I have one for you. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So what made you stay and 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 wait and wait for me? You know, um, there was so much that you were dealing with that I did not know. Um, a lot of it I chose not to know because of the things that I felt like I had to personally take care of mm -hmm. um, to get to a next to the next space. Um, something that came out as we were recording, your mental and emotional state, the choice and the reasons behind the choice you made to stick it out um, and wait for me. And it was hard for me to hear because I probably consciously turned a deaf ear to it at the time mm -hmm. for many reasons, but we're in a different place, you know? And so to hear your insecurities about it, to hear you silently dealing with my bullshit, you know, me, me, me trying to transition. Um, I hadn't, we, we've spoken about it, but I hadn't heard it in quite this way. Um, and it was, it was, it was hard to hear, but clearly it was a lot harder to, to go through <laughs> and you had to do it silently, you yeah. know? And I think that's, you know, as you described it, that was the first time that I, I fully understood um, what it must've been like for you. Um, so I want to know, I think the world listening <laughs> wants to know why you did it. Um, aside from the fact that I'm clearly worth it, but <laughs> <laughs> no. you almost had me <laughs> but you know but but, but why you. why you made the choices you made and and i'm glad and i'm and i'm i'm, I'm very happy you did <laughs> cannot stand you um so that's a good question and i got asked i get asked that a lot um during <laughs> and now that people have heard the podcast I mean, the reality is, it's a lot of reasons. It is 
now that I have done the work and I look back, I wasn't ready for someone who was totally available. I really wasn't. And I didn't recognize how much I had comfort in you still being otherwise engaged because I needed my space. I needed to heal myself and set up a household and all these things. And the boundary that you being married created was frustrating, but also comfortable. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that at the time that I was selecting someone unavailable because I needed you to be. At the time, you know, I'm I'm smart. You know, I know that there are two sides to every story. I know that your ex, and I knew then, wasn't totally crazy, off the wall, all that stuff. I knew all of that then. I know it now. Mm. But no, I'm <laughs> see how you are? I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. No, but it was still like, but I'm better for him than you are. So mm. what the hell? I deserve him. Like, I'm doing this work. I'm putting in this work. I deserve him. And that speaks to all my insecurities, all of the being in the spirit of pick me, which is not mine, somebody else's. But it speaks to a lot of things. There's five good black men in the world. Four of them are married. Mm. <laughs> we all competing for that all these people. That bullshit narrative, yes. That bullshit narrative. And so that was part of the reason. Just I had put in the work. I had put in the time and also I really felt like you were my person and mm. I feel like that. Um, we are real with each other in a way that I haven't been with other people. So I'm willing to stay and stick this out. And the times when it was really hard, that 2012, 2013 timeframe, like I said, even in the podcast. That was the make or break. I, that yeah. was the make it or break it. Yeah. The time, it was so hard. It was so hard. There was, I mean, there was a lot of crying. There was a lot of anger, all of that. But the times when we were together, when it clicked, that click was so blindingly bright and loud and that it made all of it worth it. And it's so interesting, right? Because it's like, I remember those, the times we were able to spend together. I didn't think about none of the other shit. I didn't, when we were together. Right. I didn't think about none of the none of the bullshit. So I get that. Dance parties in my living room, mm -hmm. cooking, like just everything when we were actually together was so good that I was able to kind of hold on to that through the rest of it. Was not easy at all. Um and we've we talked about it. Mm. But I can't make anybody understand that. You have to be in my emotional state at the time and know my makeup to understand what would make me stay. It just was worth it to me. We've gotten some crazy responses, crazy. at least crazy in my estimation. No, 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 no. I mean, crazy. crazy. I wasn't prepared for the like the range of people listening and talking. It's like awesome. people's mamas had things to say. <laughs> elders um, in their elders in their 80s. Right. And not the things we expected. Like the whole understanding of side pieces and all the things. Because you know, they had lives. Mm -hmm. And then the oddest thing, it was hidden in Guilford, Connecticut. My, and apparently they love you. That's our people. <laughs> that's our people. I, I mean who that's knew? super dope. It, <laughs> I you know, for me, it speaks to, look, the story, the the information 
the emotions are universal. This is not a this is this is what people go through. Yeah. And I mean, we blackity know, black black. So right. This is a people story. Yeah. This is and and that's what I that's what's been what's made me the happiest is that when people respond and when people come up to me, the positive responses all have to all surround, you know, listening to y'all made me think about something. We've yeah. touched people in their individual. It's not it's not just an, you know, an objective, I'm watching this this thing or I'm listening to this thing from a from a certain place. They are relating to our story and applying it to themselves. And that is like, what is better than that? That's been fantastic. But we've also been triggering like both people we know and strangers. Like the whole there are people who are like, y'all are awful. Yeah. Y'all are oh, yeah. awful, hateful oh, yeah. people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so and I and I get it. I wasn't as prepared for it as I thought. <laughs> because we're not awful people. We are We're just people. We're people. Right. And that's our view. But there's a lot of people. Yeah, like if you right. think about it, we come from the black church and shame culture and you know how you're supposed to live and we talk moral but live immoral all this bullshit right so, and unspoken humanness you know like yeah we all understand that we're humans and that we do these things but we can't talk about it right. which is bullshit we come from only men cheat right. but they cheating with with women most i mean Men that you said, you you get me, because you know I could go on a tangent about this. Um, But you know what I mean? Like the responses and the range of responses have been super interesting and surprising, especially from folks we don't know, because I'm just Andrea and you're just Jason. Mm -hmm. So me affecting a stranger is unfathomable. It's its own thing. But from the people we do know. Oof, that's um, been interesting. (laughs) I I tried to prepare myself for everything, Um, but- I couldn't because I don't know what I don't know. So and what's so, been surprising for you from people like your family or your friends? What's been surprising for you? Uh, what's been surprising for me? Um, it shouldn't be, but it, it it was how people internalized this endeavor. Some Some people that I know made it about themselves. They shouldn't be telling their business. You know what? Somebody needs to talk about these things because they happen, you know, or, you know, I'd get um, I don't uh, you know, I I don't agree with with the the cheating and this and that, which, again, is understandable. But like I said, this shit does happen so that the, the way people internalized me doing this or us doing this for ourselves was striking to me. Have you had anyone try to tell you? You're not a nice person or a good person. Yeah, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't entertain that bullshit. Like, I know who I am. Um, I'm a flawed human and a child of God. That's all I ever feel like I have to. Reconcile. Yeah, I never claimed to be a nice yeah, right. person. I claim to I be never, a good person, and that's. I think that's a great point. I never told you I was a nice person. I'm a good person. I'm a good person, right? And I try to be a good person. I totally agree. I think what has been most interesting for me is the people who really couldn't because they immediately decided it wasn't for them. Um, And I get it, and you have that right. But it surprised me from people that I knew, especially people that know the story, because I'm like, 
but you know how this ends. So what is the deal? But what it showed me was the amount of feeling people have around shit that's not about them, Mm. Um, which we talked about in relation to our marriages, but I didn't think about in relation to you and I. Um, And I think I was also surprised by people who took certain things so personally that they're like, I'm not fucking with you. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, one, I thought they would take it differently. I thought it was like a... You're in on the joke. Like this was 10 years ago. You know who you are, who you are or were or whatever. And you know how I feel about you. So what's the problem? Mm -hmm. And I have to realize everybody don't have my threshold. Everybody doesn't have my understanding and everybody's not willing to come and talk about it afterwards. So that has been disappointing. But I think there's also, though, the really, really encouraging response of people told me they admired our strength it's not easy to do and it wasn't easy to do um, it's not easy to do. and i think we touched on this before but i think it's worth re- worth repeating we are years and years and years removed from what we're describing yeah, this shit was and so terrible. we healed Right. In many ways. But at the time, if if we were recording this shit there in the time, it would have been a horror. It would have been a horror podcast. Um, people have responded to me and and thanked me. They understood that it was a really difficult thing to do. And these are these are topics that people don't talk about. I think the hardest thing for me is. Understanding either not really my influence, but how my words can affect people. Mm. And so I, I'm i a weird introverted extrovert, whatever. <laughs> so I can put these words out, but then the human interaction is difficult for me. And so when I get messages or texts or whatever, where people are either thanking me or seeking my advice, it, it, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's so uncomfortable. It's paralyzing for me, but I have, you know, I've got to say, I have gotten some folks that really are struggling and just, we're just really happy to hear other people have struggled with the same exact shit. Details are different, but damn, I felt like a failure or damn, I felt like I was a bad person because I'm over here. I'm, And it's been so, like to anyone who's reached out, understand that I hear you mm. and I wish I had something like this to validate the fact that I wasn't crazy. I've, I've, had, I've had that same experience. Um, and there's no, there. I don't have the words to describe how that validates what we what we try to do. Um, what sticks out to me are the men. Men yeah, have come to me. I can't even imagine the brothers. Like the, I can't the, even the imagine. The black it. and brown men that have knocked on my door, so to speak, and have said, yo, this has helped me have certain conversations with my partner. Or with myself. Right. Um, the, the, the content has led to introspection. What is did that I, I had no words, you know. I, I'm I'm happy to be the vessel. I'm happy that we're the vessel because 
you can't, I don't know that you can seek to even do that. You know, that, that's, that's a, that's a, that is, um, uh, a power or a, that's something that's above us as far as I define it. And so for people, especially again, the brothers to come to me and be like, man, listen, I talked about this. I talked about that. I revealed certain things. It's helped, it's helped them, you know, it's helped them communicate. So let me ask you a question though. Mm. Have you also gotten the reverse? I'm a woman and traditionally I'm doing the air quotes. Women are expected to process and talk process together show emotion, dig a little deeper. So while I've gotten backlash about being a homewrecker and all sorts of other things, I don't get backlash for talking or saying these things. Mm -hmm. How has that been for you? I have been told that I violated the man code. Um, Jeez. And that's bullshit. How you you holding up? (laughs) Because I could write the man code. Right now, with my left foot in French, if I wanted I to, I can't take you. I know I the code. You. you know, if if the idea is that by being transparent and honest about my own bullshit, then that's a violation of a code. I'm happy to do it. I will do it a thousand times an hour. Um, but there is a certain faction, and again, all opinions are valid and respected. There's a certain faction. That, that has told me, man, you're not supposed to talk about this. You're not supposed to talk about that. And my response is, that's exactly the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish. Of course, we're supposed to talk about that. We're talking about healthy community, right? That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about living lies. I'm talking about living in the truth. And sometimes the truth is messy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, Miss Andrea. Oh, shit. Do you fear infidelity in our relationship because of, I think, because of how we got together? You just hit me with the the, the gut question, huh? <laughs> with, a, with a scalpel, though. Jeez. I, you know, I always get asked this question. Anyone that knows our story tries to politically or with honey say how you lose them is how you got them or how you you get them is how you lose them them, the whole shit everybody Mm -hmm. says it um do i fear it though no um and i can say that strongly because i think the first step towards infidelity is a lack of honesty with yourself Mm. and with the other person so when you don't know who you are, but you still enter into a contract with someone, that's a recipe for disaster. So we have made a conscious effort to be super real to a point that it's uncomfortable. Hmm. Um, and that starts with me being super real with myself first. So being able to admit, okay, 
we don't necessarily believe in doing relationships the way traditional people do relationships. We believe in exclusivity because that works for us. Mm -hmm. But the amount of people that push for us to fit into a box and us saying that box doesn't work for us Mm -hmm. because I am honest with myself about what I want, why I want to be with you, the whole I'm, and this is a level of privilege for myself. I'm a woman of a certain age. I've already had a big wedding. I've already had a kid. The check boxes are not in front of me anymore. Mm-hmm. And if I went back to my 20s, I don't know that I should have ever had those check boxes. And, you know, I went down a road because that's the road you're supposed to go to. So I don't fear it as much because we're honest. I don't fear it because I'm honest with myself. I don't fear it because we have chosen to have hard conversations. And it's all about, it's about choices. And it's easier for me to say, hey babe, I'm not feeling sexy this week. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling appreciated. I'm not appreciating myself. Shit is hard. I'm going through depression right now. Work is tough. I need care. Or I just need you to know these things and hold it versus building up resentment because I'm not saying those things. And I expect you to just magically fucking know that. And quite honestly, the, the things we didn't do before. Right. I had no <laughs> idea how to do that in my marriage. That's how we Who got knows? here. You know, like, that's real. I've been in plenty of relationships that started out different ways than we started and ended up in cheating. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there is no blueprint for this as far as I'm concerned. Um, the, the idea that- Can you say that again? Can you say that you had relationships that started- Hell yeah. I mean- Hell yeah. I mean, (laughs) who, who didn't? You know what I mean? Like, who hasn't been cheated on? You know, like, I don't know. I don't, to me, it's just a, it's a, it's a result of, of living. You know, you want to be involved with people, shit is going to happen. There are many, many, many reasons why- one of us could cheat. Do I, we're not like idiots. Could we cheat on each other? Of course, but any other thing could happen. An anvil could fall off of the Empire State Building and hit me on the head. I don't walk around with a football helmet on either. You know what I mean? So it's, (laughs) you know, that's that's how I see it. First of all, anvils are so Bugs Bunny generation. There are anvils in the world, all right? There are anvils, fine. Piano, does piano make it it better? A safe? Right, yes. (laughs) An Acme safe? Yes. And act me safe. <laughs> so yeah, nah. I'm good on that. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot. Yeah. But I just want to say thank you to people for listening. Yes. Because you have no idea how much that means to us. As a as a unit, you know, this was a, a very it, it, was, it was a labor of love. Right. And it was <laughs> scary. Um and the the response has been awesome and we really really thank you for taking like what we know to be your most precious commodity which is your time and taking your time to listen to us um that is that is that that's 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 yeah that that keeps us going it's dope um you know season one took you from the fall of 2009 to june-ish of 2014 summer Mm mm-hmm and a and lot has happened since then. S- I, I mean, mean, 
it's been a crazy, crazy few years, and we have more. And it's the Cheat Code Podcast on Facebook, and it is at the.cheatcode.pod on Instagram. And we've got Cracking the Code episodes, which are some very smart, introspective people opining on what we've said. And it is crazy, and their opinions are just so insightful. Um, and it's if if you if you like this, then stay tuned. This podcast was produced by Domino Sound. Enjoying every pleasure, anticipating the stress. Every test, every yet not, spirit demands we fret not. Joy comes when the day breaks, so did not desire we best not. Parents speaking in parables, only thing they agree on. Pop would be pastor lately, I wonder which book he reads from. Revelations are favorite. Proverbs keeping me even Genesis my obsession Even days I don't believe it Every song is a season My Solomon promise prompted an energy Push and pull But my treason it ain't an option Stray away from the topic Politics open book When I talk about God I get the skeptical looks I believe in eternity Life after it ends Everlasting aside My soul is golden within I'm just trying to live the best life I can on earth Mama told me ain't no faith without works so we work, so we work, so we work, so we work, so we work. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell on the path and was trampled on, and the birds of the air beat it up. Some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered for lack of moisture. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Some fell into good soil, and when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. Find where you can bloom, baby. Now I lay me down to sleep. sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die, and if I die, I pray the Lord. 